we are back, everybody. Welcome to the show. I am Nick Puga. With me, as always, Mr. Andre Gordon. Power Nap Nation, we got a good one for you in store today, don't we, Dre? Power Nappers. We do have a good show. We got a lot to get into, but Andre, I have to really talk about something serious here. You know, a lot of people talk about parenting and and there's a lot of school of thought on parenting, but no one ever talks about how to uncle. How to be an uncle when you have nephews that are acting maybe inappropriate, sometimes disrespectful. I was caught off guard this last weekend. In hindsight, I, I realized that I did not do the best uncling that I could do. So I want to ask you, what are your thoughts on uncling and how should we handle things? Because I've also been told from my other nephew from my wife's side that it's not my place at all to do things. And I somewhat disagree that I don't think someone should be influencing my child the wrong way. And also, I don't think that person should be disrespectful to adults, period. So what are your thoughts? A few things, Nick. Number one, the child is not the adult. If we're all in a room and the child is acting out and I'm the only adult and I see it, someone's got to do something. Because otherwise, there's two things. Number one, that child will spread their bad habits to the other kids. Number two, I love my family. That kid is my nephew or my niece. I should say something. If you see wrong and don't say it, then you're just as a fault. That's Hmm. a general rule in life. If something's not going right and you know it's not right and you say nothing, then you're at fault too. So if this little kid is acting out and doing wrong and you know what's wrong and you're the adult and that's affecting not only you but your child i think you actually have a responsibility to say it and i'll go even further nick and you probably have seen this with any kid yours mine a kid at the park my nephews doesn't matter if any child is acting out or disrespectful, I'm going to say something. And if the other parents don't like it, then don't bring your kids around me because around me, a kid is going to be a kid and I'm going to be an adult. I will never let a kid rule me, ever. I will never let a kid think they're in charge, ever. I'll never let a kid act out and have negative behavior and out of fear of making someone uncomfortable not say anything, no. Because I would hope and expect that if I leave my kids with a friend or a relative, and they do wrong, that they would say something if they see something. That's okay, me. okay. Now, there, I had an incident last week. I don't want to get into the details, but being in this culture now of, of sensitivity or, you know, the snowflake generation, I was being accused of a physical abuse. So I think that's what triggered me even more because I know how sensitive that subject is. And when I'm accused of something like that in public, I said that he was lying and he repeated to stay miming what had happened, which was a complete fabrication. And so I was really caught off guard and I didn't know how to react. And of course I reacted, not in the best way. I could have done better for sure. What would you do in that situation where kids are fabricating things in front of their parent and they're looking at you like is that what you did did you strike my child did you you know what i would probably do do, as i would look at the child and say i'm going to ask you this one time and before this goes any further i want you to really think about the next answer that comes out of your mouth are you telling the truth because if you stick to your story that is not true it'll come out the truth always comes out the truth always finds the light of day if you're telling me 
right now what you're about to say is the truth and it's not true, it's going to come back and get you worse. So I would either own up to it now or you can choose to stick to your lie. But go ahead and tell me what happened. Go ahead and tell everybody what happened. Tell them the truth. And we're all going to see your reaction. Kids are not, unless there's like, you know, some kids are good at lying. Most of the time, though, you can tell when they're lying. They're just not good at lying. And you know how we know they're lying? Because we used to lie when we were kids. Or like make things up and sneak around. So this kid was good, though. This guy, he, he used his emotions and I caught him and I said, just because you're using your emotions right now and you're getting emotional does not make your story any more believable. Well, no, it doesn't make <laughs> it any more true. Yeah, because right. people can be sincere, but they can be sincerely wrong. wrong. <laughs> so I and, and I would also talk to the adult and say, listen, I'm going to tell you. 100%. Here's what happened. Yeah. And he may or she may feel because they're getting in trouble and their emotions are heightened that this is what they feel. But here's the actual truth. And I, I wouldn't deviate from it. And the most important thing is to stay calm, but it's hard to stay calm when your integrity is being questioned. Right. And that's an important thing. That was part of it. And then the other part was just, I wasn't feeling my best either. I'm still recovering. Anyway, I guess that's good advice. You're saying we love our family. That's why we should be speaking up. And we should on both sides of the family because we're the adults and they're kids and nobody can be disrespected and no kid should be allowed to influence your child in front of you when you have the ability to say something. And whether a child or an adult, you teach people how to treat you. So what you tolerate, people will continue. When, I, mm. when a kid talks to me, if they don't say please or thank you, I ignore them. I just say, pardon me? What was that? What was that? What's that? I'm not parenting the child. I just, that's my rule. Because when a, when a person speaks to me, they need to have courtesy. If a kid can't come to me and talk with courtesy, then I can't talk to them right now. I know that there's different standards of etiquette in families, but I have my own personal standard. And I make sure that not only when kids address me, they say please and thank you. I try to say please and thank you with adults. And if I see my kid talk to an adult and they don't say please and thank you, I correct them right there. It's something personal and it's not a commentary on anyone's parenting. It's just a personal standard that I have that I think the more, more kids need to create more respectful teenagers and adults. Oh, it's true. I mean, how have you felt? Because you probably have seen me say stuff to either of your kids or my kids. Do you feel like, oh, it's an overstep or do you feel like, oh, yeah. That's what I would do. Well, that comes into question too, because I think it depends on the parent. So I think you do it in very proper manner. It's, it's stern, but it's the truth. And you do have a certain compassion for the child. Other parents may not be as equipped to have that proper vocabulary to speak to kids. And it, it reflects on their own parenting. So if they don't have those skills, sometimes it's a problem. And I shouldn't have gotten upset. I should have taken it in and- I wouldn't say that, Nick. You can't say you can't get upset because you're gonna get upset. It's how, how you respond to the emotion that you feel. Very similar to the child. That you have the right to feel how you feel, but what we don't have the right to do is like the kid, lie. Or what we shouldn't do is attack. It's difficult. Being a human being is hard. It's hard. <laughs> it's but hard. we're getting better. And who can get better? Anybody. I got a question for you. You can pass for a white guy. You can pass. I mean, I think looking at you, you look ethnic. But you could pass for a white guy. Have you heard other white people use the N-word? around you in reference to either in Spanish or English, black people. And when you hear it, do you say anything and or how do you feel? The N word with an ER or with an A? <laughs> right? ER. 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 If I've heard it from a person that's of my skin, 
it's usually, I would say nine times out of 10, it would probably be a person that's also of our same. If someone calls me that, which I have, it has no effect. Has no power over me. Words in general have no power over me unless I let them have a power over me. I don't give people that type of, of uh, leverage. I think it only exposes their stupidity. If someone wants to call me that, then I know where they stand. It's just, it's just information because you can't, uh, racism and prejudice is not something that you can tell by looking at somebody for the most part. It's like a hidden, a hidden disease. When they say that word derogatory and towards someone to, Cut them down, I'm like oh, now I know. Yeah, that's, I, that, that's what I'm getting. I don't think. I, I mean, I'm not around people that would ever use it as a derogatory term. I would say it's more just their immaturity level, because again, they they're probably saying it to themselves. Um, well, Nick, yeah. I got to tell you, man, I've been around a lot of white people growing up, and even now, where they think for some reason i mean i guess i understand they think i'm not like they don't see me as black so they will talk about black people derogatory around me as if i'm white and then remember that i'm not white and say like oh but you're you're different you're 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 not like them like you're well it's kind of like chris rock then chris rock says there's black people and then there's (laughs) then there's (laughs) n-words Oh, how many people are going to be mad that we're laughing about the N-word? <laughs> I agree with them, though. That, 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 that's funny, again. And I, I agree because it could be any color that's like that. I think yeah. that word describes a certain type of person, not a certain per- person with color. Now, traditionally speaking, it had been used towards black people, but I just don't think you should let somebody affect you with words. Like, it's just words. It, it's true. So, So you've had times where people are using... It derogatory to other people. Um, oh, yeah. it, and does it, it seem volatile as well? Or is it? No, just like, oh, they're New Yorkers. Uh, a lot of New Yorkers are going to be there. I don't think the word is as powerful in the Spanish community as far as like saying uh, spics. In fact, you could probably say spics. <laughs> now we're saying N-word, but you could probably say spics. But, you know, spic, I don't think ever got enough power at all because that doesn't affect me at all. You know, maybe it's maybe it's the sound of the words. The sound of the words doesn't even sound. You know, the N word with an A. You know how people say it in hip hop a lot, and like you know, Tupac says it. Some kind of a cool vibe around <laughs> the sound of it. I don't know what it is, but somehow hip hop was able to flip it in, so that it wasn't derogatory. And they, or do you think it is still derogatory? How do you feel? Why am I speaking on it? I have no place to speak on it. I think we all have a place. I think you're, I mean, I don't, I feel like it's, I can understand why people are hurt by it, but I also think that I don't let people hurt me with what they say. No. Sticks and stones. So no. I think that people, if they choose to use it, then, I, you know, if there's an opportunity to educate someone who's not malicious, but thinks it's cool and maybe they're being offensive, they don't understand, then I can educate them and say, hey, you know what? This is how you come off when you use that word around people. Mm. <laughs> But right, but we can't just keep getting. We just can't. I say we we just can't keep getting. You know, offended. You can't say anything these days. Anything that I grew up with, like you can't even say anymore. The F word, the F A G word. Isn't that cigarette in in (laughs) the dictionary? Yeah. I want to ask you this. This is off top. What in the heck are we gonna do? And I think it's a problem about the phone. I think the phone. You can't talk to people anymore. No one's looking at you. Everyone's buried in the phone. Can't have a conversation. 
people's necks are hurting because they're staring at the phone. People go out on dates and they just sit there on their phones together but not talking. How can we correct this? I think it's a problem. You think it's a problem or is it just me? I see it sometimes when I go out in restaurants and it, it does. It does upset me, not to say that I'm even perfect myself, but I'm aware, you know, let's say there was something really uh, amusing that I saw or something really interesting that I wanted to show my wife and we're out in public. When I'm showing it to her, I am thinking, oh my gosh, what am I doing? People are thinking X, Y, Z that I'm just, we're just buried in our phones and this is how we, the only way we can communicate. (laughs) So it does go through my head while it's happening but I still do it. So um, I think that's the big important thing is that I'm trying to learn not to judge other people for what they are doing. I work also a lot from my phone. And is it the greatest thing that's happened to us? No, but we do live in a world now where you do, if you're not in constant communication, you can miss out on work stuff and get in trouble or miss out on opportunities by not being available. It is a, so it's a struggle. Because I feel like we're missing out on opportunities to be present and available with the person in the room. 100%. So, I, you know, Nanette and I actually talked about this and I was like, you know what? When we talk to each other, we can no longer talk to each other while one of us is on the phone. I, it's a terrible precedent except for our kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, no. and I just don't want to talk to someone who's not looking at me. And then she doesn't want to talk to someone who's not looking at her. So we're not doing it. And I'm trying to implement a no phone day once a week. The world will not stop. if Even if it's for like three hours or four hours, we just don't use our phone. I don't want a device to control me like that. I don't. Yeah. And I think I see kids here. It's not good. People are going to forget how to talk to each other. You know what? what would be great. I don't know if this is even available, but it just just occurred to me is you know how before when you would start to drive, there was a way to do a message to like, hey, I'm driving right now. I'm gonna get it to you when I when I park my car, uh, but I'll notify you. I wonder if there's an auto message you can do for this. Hey, like at any time, and you can customize it and say, hey, I'm in an important conversation right now. Uh, and I you think can that now with the recent update, you can. Yeah? Oh, that's amazing. If you said if it's in your calendar, they're trying. Your calendar actually says, "Would you like me to put on Do Not Disturb between this time and this time?" If it's scheduled on your calendar, and, and what does the message? The, what, is, what does the message say that to the other people? Because that would be a great promotion to other people. When I started getting those messages that people were driving, I was like, "Oh, how do you do that?" That's a great idea. If we can customize it and be like, hey, I'm having a conversation with my wife, that would be amazing. I'm going to research I'm that. When I get home from from the school, from rehearsal, from the show, I'm going to put my phone, schedule block time, talking to my wife. She's the most important person in the room. I'll get back to you shortly. Or I'm playing with my kids. The most important things to me. I'll get back to you shortly. And it says the time that you're blocked out. That was great, Nick. This is a great power nap. <laughs> the heater undefeated, that's a big plus. They're one and oh. And for those who are uh, listening to us, I don't know what platform you may be listening to us, but we just want to let everyone know we are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on YouTube, IGTV at The Power Nap Podcast. You can email us any questions or any topics that you want us to cover. You can also email us at thepowernappodcast at gmail.com. We are excited because we are soon to be bringing on guests onto the show that we think could be of uh, more value. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Power nappers, 
We out. <laughs> <laughs>